Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Guild of Common Good podcast. This is episode 16. This was filmed on June 6th, 2020. And in this episode, the adventurers start off in Neverwinter at the Temple of Agma. And uh, there's some, some great moments in this one. Enjoy. Good. To start off, I would like to get a little bit more of a visual on you guys. So I would like you to each take a turn describing what you are, what you look like now. What are you wearing? Um, basically that, just what, what are you wearing? What, give, me, give me some kind of basic physical description. If you cannot imagine yourself, it's going to be hard for us to imagine what you look like also. Again, tell us, how, you know, roughly how tall you are and... Um, if you're carrying anything, we're all carrying a pack. We'll all have a backpack, but what's, what's in your hands? Not sure. Okay, we're going to start with Natalie. What do you look like? And can you guys tell me if you can hear her okay when she talks? Um, look that way. That's the line. Um, I don't know what I'm wearing. Okay, we'll come back to you. Uh, start with Vera. What are you wearing? Well, I wear a lot of chain mail, um, and I carry... Uh, Longsword, javelin. Do you want me to go through all my weapons? Not all your weapons, just kind of what's what's on hand. Like what, we, like at your hip, you probably have. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hip. I have, uh, I have my longsword on my back. I've got my dragon sword, and I've got some other weapons. And um, I have a shield with me, and but that's always I'm always doing that in one hand. Um, what's in my pack? And what, co- what color uh, is your tunic? Um, I think you said like silver or gray? I just painted, I don't know, but I painted my character all uh, gray. Okay. I have a little bit of gold accents here and there. Gray with gold accents, I like that. And your uh, wristband, is is that, is that the real color? The Oh, yeah, my wristband, I should get it. It is um, a leather, brown leather, and she then it's got um, a uh, platinum dragon on it. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I and carry what color, what color is your hair? And how tall are you? It's an auburn. Oh. Uh, I'm, where is that information? Oh yeah, um, it is auburn hair. I'm five feet, around 120 pounds. That's pure muscle, guys. Um, wow. I have uh, blue eyes and um, dark tan skin, and I'm around 24 years old. Nice. Yeah. Blue eyes. Okay. Yeah, I'm striking. Did you say five feet tall? Yeah, I'm. I'm petite. I'm very small. Like, like Elaine Glimmy. Interesting. Yeah, I'm like but, but built, but stronger than her. Yeah. Muscle. Muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Got it. All right, let's move on to uh, Eric. Tell us about Zarel. What What is he? When we look at him, uh, roughly the same size as Vera, actually. Short, black hair, uh, dark brown trousers, um, really ratty shoes. I get a lot of use. Uh, dark green cloak mm. and uh, orangish brown tunic. 
uh, blue eyes. That's about it. Black. Long, long or short? Oh, short. You don't want long hair on the road. <laughs> no. It gets all tangled. Good. Yeah, it's no good. Um, let's go to Zelbuk. Zelbuk. <clears throat> He's 5'7. Um, 22 years old. Um, uh, dark green eyes with just, just like a vein that's kind of popping on the left eye. It's oh, yeah, the, you know, like clearly, one of those stress yeah. things like you try to lift something really heavy? Clearly, clearly. Um, definitely uh -huh. seems like it. Uh, but we'll never know. So uh, he weighs a springy 400 pounds. Uh, clearly no hair. Um, although he does have an interest in wigs. Uh, <laughs> as all bald people do. Yes, as, as all bald people do. Um, he currently has a, uh, a flowy purple cloak over his, his pretty large shell. Yeah. Uh, and the idea of the cloak is, again, just to kind of like not hide that he's a turtle because he's a turtle. Uh, but just if you're kind of not paying attention, it might look like just some really big dude just kind of like walking by. Um, yeah. uh, the front is, you know, it's kind of made up not exactly of the shell material, but still pretty hard. It almost feels like armor. Uh -huh. um, he does have some really light kind of covering over his, his body. I mean, just kind of the front part, but it doesn't really, it's not really the lightest. You don't, you don't, he doesn't even need it. I mean, turtles are known to just wear kind of a sash. And then do their thing. Like a little windbreaker or something. Yeah, just super light, just kind of a light fluffy shirt. Um, oh. No shoes. Uh, he does have a shield um, and he walks around with an arcane focus, just like a a little bit of a, a, a purpley looking orby crystal. I'm sorry, a black looking orby crystal that is on a, a wooden staff. He doesn't need the staff, it's just, you know, makes him look cool and, and that's what he's all about. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Dimitri, don't eat that. You're next. Describe um, Dimitri for us. So Dimitri is three, four. Three, four. Wow. He weighs 70 pounds because halflings actually tend to weigh a lot. Like, like dwarves. Like what? Like dwarves, but weak. Yeah. Um, they... I mean, he is wearing like a green robe with a hood uh -huh. because he's a rogue and he looks good with that. With okay. a couple of pouches on like a belt. Um, he's wearing a pretty big backpack because he has a lot of stuff to carry. Yeah, and what, do uh, you carry your weapons in your hands or what? Um, no, he has um weapons stowed in like pockets in his backpack mm. more like loops to put like long swords and stuff but he his dagger is in his belt dimitri when you say it's a big backpack is it a regular sized human backpack that's uh -uh. big for halfling or uh -uh. it's kind of okay. cool it's, okay. it's a normal okay. backpack but it's full of stuff. 
Got it. Okay, so it's 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 it's, it's a large backpack even by human standards. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like you're really so it's like a, more than half of your size, probably. Half my size. Oh, it's a halfling so size. So it's probably backpack. like this big. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was a human size. Oh no. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. So like a regular size human backpack, but it's massive. Mm -mm. No, halfling size, smaller. Oh, okay. So it is still smaller. It's like this big. Oh, I don't think he can see you. Um, you have to go to the left of Lisa, please. There we go. There's there you are. It's like this big. Okay. 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 That makes sense. So yeah, a couple of times larger than a human's head. Go away. Go away. I weirdly got that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you could, you're saying you could hide two human heads in there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And has. Oh. <laughs> Alright, let's go to uh, Melville. So, my guy is 6'8", uh, uh, which is apparently really tall for a half-orc. I didn't look up how tall they're supposed to be before I made his height. I thought they were tall because they would be picking up the orc, but I looked up online afterwards and they said they're they actually like... Seven to eight feet. Hmm. Oh, do they? Well, no, I don't know. Like so, but, an, but that's a full orc, so if you're half orc... You yeah, seven, so it, like I remember looking online and I thought it said like five to six feet. Um, whatever, he's taller than normal. Uh, he's older, he's like 45, I think. Whoa! Which orcs live to be about like 55, 60, maybe? I don't know. Okay. So he's. Horrible light. He's got. He's older. Um, he, so he's like. Uh, but he's half orc, right? So he doesn't have like the full, like, you know, like no forehead um, orc look. He's got like a normal, like, human here. Yeah. And then more orc on the lower half, uh, shaved head, uh, big white braided like Viking kind of beard. Mm. Love it. Oh, yeah. So, and, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, follow up question: Do the dwarfs only live to? You said fifty or sixty? Yeah, something like that. I remember. Is that looking. because of natural causes or because of like? Um, unnatural causes. So, are you like a geriatric orc, or do people just not do orcs just die young because of, you know, injuries and mishaps? I don't think they have access to actuary tables. I think that number is probably just whenever they tend to croak. Yeah, is this according to the consensus? This is according to Google when I looked it up. Uh, no, never mind. It says, now that I'm looking it up, it says 75 years is the half orc's life expectancy. So he's mid age, but. So I'm going to say he's got like salt and pepper beard then. Yeah. Something like my beard would be. Or mine. Don't feel too bad. Aged at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the depressed middle aged beard is what he yeah. has. And you're wearing leather, leather clothing, right? Leather. He's wearing leather clothing. Um, they are like kind of have like some more natural things woven in, like deer antlers kind of like oh. woven in, kind of like the um, uh, Skyrim, like the, the kind of wildling people. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, I forget, the Forsworn, that's what they're called. So it has kind of like 
deer horns kind of woven in. Uh, they don't do anything other than look cool. But yeah. Oh, and he carries his his spear. He walks with it like a walking cane oh. until he sees it. Mogul. Yeah. Um, I have a tip for you. Yeah. Um, you can turn into a rust monster. It has a challenge rating of one half. You can transform into a rust monster, and what they do is they can make any metallic thing rust. Mm. And so if someone's wearing armor or a sword, Ooh. any any sword or mainly any weapon, you could turn it to rust by turning into a rust monster. That's kind of rad, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Rust cool. monster. That's definitely one I'm going to be looking up then. I don't know if right. where they live, if I've seen them. I know what I'm wearing. They mainly live in caves, though. Yeah, I mean, as long as I've seen one. Okay. Nat 20 is ready to go. All right, Nat 20, tell us about yourself. Okay, so I'm wearing neutral chainmail, mm -hmm. and I have my quiver over my shoulder. No, my bow over my shoulder, my quiver on my back, and my great sword at my hip. Mm -hmm. And my great axe also on my back. Wow. That's a lot of weapons. That's a lot of weapons. You're ready to fight, aren't you? How tall are you? I don't know. Can you give us a number? No. I think you're really tall. Five, seven. I think you're, you're really tall, tall for I'm five, seven. You for a human woman. Seven. I think you're tall. Um, I picture you like. Noni size? No. Five, ten? No, taller like Captain Phasma. Oh. Like like six two. Like six one, six two. Oh no. What? She's doing what? Getting her stuff. Oh great. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah I think you're more closer to six feet tall. Tall and brown. Okay. Um, good. And what color is your um, do you have, like just your what color your mithril chain mm -hmm. is like silver? It's like, um, mithril color. No, it's like um, oh. the Minecraft um, enchanted. Like purple and blue. Oh. Light, light like purple. Like so Natalie played Minecraft. She's just explaining it to me. Light purple? Like the way that it like changes. Purple and shiny. Oh, okay, so shimmery. Mm. And uh, do you have pants or like a, a dress, like a kilt? A kilt. A kilt? Okay. Pants. What color is the kilt? Oh, and is there leggings underneath? What color? It's like silver. Silver. Ooh, very, this is very much like Captain Phasma. I'd like this more and more. <laughs> What's the difference between a kilt and a skirt if you are a female? I think nothing. I think nothing. I think uh, you just. I think they're both skirts. A kilt like is it. not for um, balls, maybe. Correct. And it's short, and it allows you to still move around. I don't know. Ah, who knows? Material, maybe. Um, where last week. We left off in uh, the Temple of Agma, and uh, Alar felt right at home. Alar, can you tell us what was it like for you to come back into um, the Temple of Agma, which you grew up in? And it hasn't been super long time. I mean, it's been it's been definitely months, months and months. Now, though, you know you're a seasoned 
adventurer bringing back your co-adventurers? What, what was that experience like for you? Oh. Hmm. It's nice to be in places that are familiar, but um, everybody here is a little bit boring, so mm -hmm. it was fine. I do love, I love the temple and I've missed having books other than my own, so that part. And when did you, when did you notice the, that familiar smell of books and parchment and ink? At what point? Um, well, as soon as we walked in the so, gate. Once you got inside? Yeah. Even from outside the building. Oh, from outside the building, or the, on, the, on the grounds of the temple. Still, it just feels like home. Like walking into the woods, you smell the pine. Mm -hmm. Walking, approaching the Temple of Agma, you smell. It's basically the scent of knowledge. A familiar and welcome uh, scent. Uh, the interesting thing is that this was the first night uh, since the Guild of Common Good has, has grown up to seven adventurers that one of you has not had a long rest with the rest of you. Uh, oh, well then. So far so good. Am I, how's my uh, internet connection? Am I cutting out for you guys or am I okay? Hello? You're fine. Oh, okay. Nobody said anything and I thought the worst. Um, actually, it is. It says it's unstable, so I'm gonna um, switch to the stronger one. I might cut out briefly, but I'll be right back. He does his internet it's unstable, so we can try. I don't know. Okay. I think actually, I think. Uh, Hi, Billy. I think we're good. Remember, I'm not to click. That what? All right. And uh, so, yeah, Malgul, not Malgul, but uh, Zelbuk did not stay with you at the Temple of Og Ogma. Instead, you spent the rest of the evening kind of uh, looking, looking around the, the temple, going to the various rooms, uh, looking at maps. Uh, Vera put in a request for some information, and uh, one of the attendants came back with some, some uh, information. Did you read that stuff, Vera? Yeah, I did. Any, any reaction to it? Uh, well, I just thought it was interesting uh, that we pretty much know where Cryovane lives. So, yeah, I guess the only thing Vera wants to know, well, the the temples don't really, it doesn't seem like really worthwhile going to the temples. I guess she's just going to go and attack this uh, dragon. But if, if Vera could go, get to a temple and ask a bit more, like get more information about the dragon, get more information about my, um, what's the word, uh, my ability to match or defeat the dragon. Yeah. Like, am I strong, is he stronger than me, what are his power, you know, so if I, I if I could get that information, if uh -huh. she could get that information, that'd be great. I think but we have that information. I think, Zarel, Zarel, did you see what I wrote to you? Just based on the age, yeah. Yeah, but in the song, uh, there is some, there's a clue in there. Yeah, I mean, based on the age, it's there, yeah. So if you, it's, it's not an ancient dragon. I think you would know that ancient dragons are much more powerful. Uh, similar to reptiles in our world, dragons live a long, 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 long time, like way longer than humans do, way longer than the people who study them. So we're not 100% sure, but we just know that they live 
they can live for this centuries. This one's pretty young. And this one is young. A hundred years old at, at most is considered a young adult dragon. It is not near uh, its peak strength. It still will continue to age and continue to grow more powerful. It'll gain more powerful attacks. It will be harder to kill. Um, it, it can do a lot more damage uh, to you in the future. So, in other words, if you come back in, in another, if you wait 10, years. 15 years, it might be harder to fight in the future. Uh, now is the time to, to attack it. Before it ages another century. Yeah, yeah, you guys would also would obviously be too old by then, but, uh, but uh, yeah, you, you know that it's a, a young adult. Uh, young adult. Um, other information here. Oh, another Dimitri, you were asked by Zellbook to get some things. He wanted you to get the librarian's personal seal. Do you do you want to ignore that message? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all of this. Okay. So, well, are you gonna do that in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep? Yeah. Okay. And uh, you, in the middle of the night, everyone's sleeping. You make your way down the hall. And you try the head librarian's door, but it's locked. You're gonna lock pick. Okay, roll for it. Next time, before we start this meeting, make sure we have all our stuff. I, t I told you guys. I, I told you guys already. That's part of it. I still don't want my birthday. I can't find it. Is it up here? Oh. <laughs> yeah, bring all of those. I only got two of my dice. You didn't keep them, you didn't sell them. I did. Okay, so can you find it? You want us to come back to you? Okay, you keep looking, we'll come back to you. I did find them. And uh, let's see. Oh, back to Malgul. Did you decide on any new creatures? Could there be creatures that you have not seen before, but you can study up on them enough to um, be able to? I'm trying to look that up, right? Um, uh -huh. The D&D Beyond page didn't have the Rust monster on there. And oh. I'm trying to find like a good like cumulative list. Yeah, that's not uh, every creature that exists. That's, yeah. So. That's a, I figure he was living in the woods, so he has seen all, uh, like all the woods, of woodland creature ones. Um, right. So there'd probably be some like I don't know. So I'm just trying to look into it still. Uh, okay. I'll circle well, back I'll, with you. We'll just say yeah, yeah. Don't. It doesn't have to be now. Just we'll just say that at this time, that's what you're doing. You're researching that, and feel free yeah. to pick, feel free to pick two different creatures, uh, and just let me know. You know, let me know before you use them. Just. Tell me which creatures that you end up on. I mean, it can be later. Later, it doesn't even have to be tonight. Okay. Okay. And then, um, Alar. Yes. I know that um, you were asked something by Zelda. Do you want to pursue that now? Um. Do I want to pursue that now? I mean, do you want to get that information that Zelda asked you? I will ask the. I will ask the. That's not a secret. I will just go up to the librarian and ask. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. The materials in eighteen. Okay. It opens with a click. Very soft click. No one else can hear it. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll perception to see if I can find it. Okay. 
And what is it you're looking for? Actually, can I roll investigation? You can, but what are you looking for? I'm looking for the seal. Well, can I see the seal? <clears throat> yeah, it's on your desk. Okay. Uh, can I grab the seal with, I mean, seal. the seal with sleight of hand? You can just pick it up. It's just sitting there. <laughs> and uh, is there anything else you would like to steal from from the librarians? Uh, I would like to use my investigation to see what is of value to a halfling rogue. 18. Oh, plus 7. 25. Oh. You can see everything. There is a, uh, you pull out the main desk drawer, and you can see immediately, immediately there's nothing interesting. You go to the second drawer on the right side, and you note it. You pull it out, you're like, <laughs> amateurs. You can see that there's a false bottom. So you lift up the false bottom, and you're like, <laughs> amateurs. There's another false bottom to the false bottom. <laughs> so many bottoms around here. You lift this up and you pull out a secret letter. It's not secret to you, it's supposed to be hidden. And it is from Blithers, signed by a Blithers who is a wizard. Do you want to know what it's asking about? Um, or do you want to keep it for, to, for yourself and, and read it later? Well, I can yeah. tell you what it says. Can you either tell me in private now or tell me later because I can tell these you guys private. don't know? I can tell you in private right now. You want to go to the other room? Sure. Okay. Uh, I guess I have to answer your question directly, right? Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Well, party. I guess we're uh, we're in the we're in the what you want to call it the yeah, library. The temple. You can and, spend the night and wake up in the next morning. Oh, yeah. I assumed we were spending the night and waking up the next morning. Is that what we're doing? Do we know um, what's the plan for tomorrow? Why is everyone dancing? Because Eric. <laughs> I mean, because Zarel. Okay. Uh, did Alar get her problem taken care of? Ow. Or was that was that next? Up? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought it was the next day. No, it's not yet the next day. It's not yet the next day. Okay. He's like oh. knocking on the librarian's door. You're like. I just, I go up to the librarian and I ask uh, for any information about fae, fae creatures. It's not, it's not nighttime yet, is it? Yeah, it is. I'm so confused. What time is it? It's nighttime. It's the middle of the night. Everyone is sleeping. Oh, yeah, I guess technically so. Oh, well then I'll go meditate. (laughs) No, I meant, did did Alar, did Alar get her, is, I don't remember that getting resolved. Her other problem? My other problem? Your personal problem? The bear problem? Yeah. I I still haven't gotten a 100% uh, okay. answer on removing curse. So I'm going to assume right. that I removed my own curse and I'm no longer a bear. Because I'm still holding this ring of animal influence for you. Oh, thank you. So did you remove your curse then? I... I don't know. I haven't been told yet if remove curse does, so I'm going to assume that it does because I'm an optimist that way. That's a pretty good attitude. Thank you. An optimist means that they um, assume the best or they think that uh, things are going to get better. They look at the positive side of everything. They look at the positive side, yeah. That's stupid. What? Randy, you're definitely a pessimist. Apparently. <laughs> a pessimist is the opposite. 
you can't have both be stupid unless everything is stupid in which yeah. case you're just a what is that no, no. nihilist yes I I'm just waiting for tomorrow because I can prepare my new spell. That's all I'm thinking about right now. The realm, he needed maps. So. I, well, you're not here, but I give you, I give you the map. I will give you the map that I was handed. Is it Natalie's old map? Because Natalie's yeah. a lame map. This is what I got. <laughs> you do a job poorly enough, you don't get asked to do it again. <laughs> I guess one thing that we might want to talk about, I don't know if we'd want to talk about it with Zellbook or not, but um, comparing those two t-shirts or the tours. Oh, were we supposed to follow up with it? I don't know. But it seemed like since we were looking for it and we found it, it probably is something that we wanted to find with good information in it. Okay, I'm back. Where am I? So is it night time? Is middle of the night? Uh, during the night is when um, Dimitri is that all I find? did some, yeah, yeah. Uh, took some stuff from uh, Father Yule and Office. I'm gonna put it back. Oh, I'm gonna like write it down in my little fifth book. Oh, just make a copy of it. Yeah. Great idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. Yeah, morning has uh, has struck. Okay. And... <laughs> so, I'm super excited because I have a new spell. So I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna do this. And it goes <laughs> and I'm sending a message to Zellbook. Oh my gosh. Uh, do you just have a text tonight? It's pretty awesome. Or it is sending, but it's taking a long time. So okay. that's interesting. And you guys have breakfast, which consists of oatmeal. Yay! Fine, There's different kinds of oatmeal. There's steel cut, there's rolled oats. No one really cares. Oatmeal with bacon. Oatmeal with bacon. Yeah, there you go. And um, now there's there's plenty of things for you to do and learn in the Temple of Agma. You can easily stay here uh, if there's more research to be done. If there are languages that you want to start to study, you could start that now. You could even check some books out from the library and continue to study those if you wanted to learn a different language. Do you have something to say? No, I was just, it was taking forever to say. And during this time, um, you had not seen her because she was deep in her studies, but an old friend of yours came uh, and found you. You were reading a book. And her name is, I wrote it down over here, Sister Altala. Sister Altala comes and sees you. And she's like, Sister. Sister. Praise be to Agma. Yes. How have you been? I've been adventuring. We've been looking for more information on something. Oh. Perhaps you could help us. I love information. I'm writing a book. Uh, it's called The Compendium of All Knowledge by Sister Altala. 
Excellent title. And I need some research done. Would you do some research for me? That is a ridiculous question. Of course you will. Yes. I know. Remember that one time when we stayed up all night doing our research project together? Yes, that was the best day of my life. It was the best day and night of my life too. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for some information on giants. Okay. I need to know what the giants powers are. I know that some giants are more powerful than others. I know from reading lots of books, of course. Wait, that... she stops and goes. Sorry, are you doing something? For a while. Is that an For exercise? To pump up your pecs or something? No, I'm fine. Continue. Okay. And so I know that there are different kinds of giants, such as hill giants. I know those are the lowliest ones. Storm giants, I know, are the most powerful. But there's some conflicting information about the other giants. It used to seem very clear which ones were in, in control and power. <laughs> and I'm getting conflicting reports. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to know. What is the hierarchy of giants? And what are their powers? What can they do? Mm -hmm. I would love to create a spreadsheet of this information, but it is not my top priority. So I'll get to it when I can. I, I know that you travel a lot and um, wanted to know if you are ready to submit your findings of what you uh, found in recent months. For example, uh, did, you, uh, did you get to the bottom of what was the issue in Fandolin? Yes. And did you resolve that issue? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so at any time, if you could send us a missive of some sort, if you could just let me know somehow, maybe by carrier pigeon or possibly by uh, Centaur Express, you could send me a message. I have my notebook here. Is this the same as my tone? Do I have... I don't know if I have... If, if I have a separate thing with my notes, I'll give book. it to her. Okay, yeah, you have a spell book. And you also have a. But I need a my field, notes. It's a field journal. Is what that's called. Um, can I take any pages out and replace? No, them? but I can have my um, my interns make a copy of it. Okay, I, I'm going to need it today. But here's my field journal. Thank you. Okay. Chemistry between these two is amazing. And then I'm going to walk out to the front of the temple. Okay. And anytime we have some more. And then I guess when I, I walk out to the temple, and I don't know if you're there yet or not, but Zelvuk. Yes, I. Um, you see me kind of walking over. You know, it'll be like another few minutes, but I'm, I'm walking toward. All right, sister. I'm not, I'm out of the building now. I'm not there anymore. Sister Avar, where have you gone? <laughs> I have not seen you in so many months. I turned around to talk to the intern, and now I'll write you do. a letter. I have things to do. <laughs> Sister uh, so, Alar. So, Zelbuk, I... Uh, I miss you. <laughs> right back soon. <laughs> so, Zelbuk, hey, no, no shenanigans? Send field notes. Never. I'm just so excited to see you. I'm going to roll insight on that, <laughs> if I believe you. 
Yes, you can. No, 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 that's not the lucky one. Oh. This is the lucky one. Guys, she's talking. Oh my gosh, I got a nat 20. Boom. Me. Insight into whether he is he's telling the truth. No, he tells me if he's lying through his teeth, right? You don't know if he's lying or not. I don't know if he's lying. What is, what is that? Is that what, what I asked him if he's going to have any shenanigans. And he said, no shenanigans. Oh, he's going and to I missed you. Okay. I knew the missed you was probably false. <laughs> Tell the truth. No, yeah, no shenanigans. I, I plan to just walk in, just kind of hang out, say hello to everybody. I'm not even going to look at the books. That's not my jam. Okay. So you really are going to, you do, you do intend no shenanigans. I do attend no shenanigans. I, and you did know. you actually miss me? <laughs> yeah, I think you had to roll inside again. Why did you have to know. roll it twice? <laughs> <laughs> it was two sentences. That was, that was it. That was a, you rolled a 20 on I that. rolled a nat 20, man. He's trying to get, he's trying to get out of a critical <laughs> hit. Yeah. He's going to tell you the, all, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I genuinely did not like where I slept. <laughs> I did. I did miss everybody, and, and I, I I was alone. Was did you miss? Alone. Did you miss everyone, or did you miss beds? No, no. It's not a follow-up question. It's just me out there, and I am not. Zone I'm not following up with it. I don't care that much if you miss me. My character is not that. I, I definitely. Okay, so uh, we'll go back in. Okay. So Zelbook with his jolly walk follows Alar in, in, into the yeah. temple. And then I'll go up to the librarian and say, tell me, give me everything you have about Faye, please. Are you talking to Father Yolimber? Yes. Oh, I mean, Father, Father Yolimber, may I please have everything you have about the Faye? There you go. Praise Ogma, the beneficent master of knowledge, invention, and inspiration. Your request has been received and will be processed in the order that it has been received. Faye. Okay. And I guess I walk away. It'll take some time for them start, to research all that stuff. And start looking through books. Ayla. Yes. Sister Ayla, I was thinking, why don't you borrow one of our books on the Faye? Then you can learn more as you are going about your travels. Sorry, that's what I assumed I was asking. I thought you wanted me to, to tell you what I, what I can find about you. No, no, but I just need the book. But better for you to take the book with you. That's all I was wanting I is the book. I can do this. Thank you. One second, please. He scurries off. He'll be back in a couple yeah. minutes. Okay. Yeah, I don't need somebody to tell me what they've read. But it doesn't even make sense. I read about Franz once. All right. I'm set for the day, I think. And I have my cool new spell, which I'm very excited about. Nice. What's the range on sending? Infinite. Whoa, that I did not know. It can it's even a, go very into other period. planes of existence, but there's a 5% chance that I won't get their message back. Oh, you need a roll of 20? Only 5%? Yeah. So 95% chance of getting it back. Of, of, uh, so I can send, and I would tell everybody this because I'm really excited because now I can get information from anywhere. So I can send a message of up to 25 words and then that person can hear me in their mind and then they can respond 20 well, words or less. If we need a longer message, my person I think can send like basically tell an animal to go 
and send a message for them. Oh, that's right. true. It's a, it takes a long time. And it, Wait, the animal can bring a message? I think so. I'd have to double check, but I thought that was one of the skills. But I wanted to, um, I'd, I'd have to, I think, like set up a spell for that. Mm. That is cool. I think it's like animal messenger or some, some spell like that. Sister Ayla, I have returned with three books for your perusal. Thank you. You may choose one, two, three, or zero of these. Three of these. The titles are as follows. I don't care. Faye Pride. Everything you always wanted to know about Faye but were afraid to ask. The Faye Wild on one gold a day. Yes. All three. <laughs> he gives them to you. I'm a really fast reader. He so. um he uh he has a little he has a little box that he brings from his office every day and he goes to to stamp in like the, the due date on it, but he can't find his little stamp. He's like And he just write has to, has to write the due date on it by hand, which he's not done in a long time. Close it, gives it to you, opens the next one, writes the due date. And does it do that? And then he like, looks back in his box. Please take them. Thank you. I'm missing something from my office. Thank if you. You'll excuse me. And he goes back to his office. Dimitri is going to ask Rex about the stamp and why he needed it or wanted it. Excellent. Is uh, sorry. Is Zelbuk outside? Still? No, Zelbuk. I brought Zelbuk oh, back he's in. Inside. I okay. went outside and met him and brought him back in. Zelbuk, did you want this stamp or something? I do want the stamp. May I take a look at the stamp? Of course. Do I see this? Because if I see this, I'm going to make a fuss. No, you do not. Okay. Well, I could um, do my slide of no, you, you got the, You just got three books in your hand. What not you sure. I'm not paying attention to <laughs> it. Humans all disappear. It's just <laughs> books. That's all funny. you care about. Here's the stamp. Thanks, Marcel. Uh, thanks, Dimitri. I take the stamp. Take a look at it. I, I stamp it on a piece oh. of paper. Well, um, and then I give the stamp back to Dimitri. I'm like, you can have the stamp back. Why, why did you want it? I like symbols. That's weird. <laughs> yes, it is. He's going to cast a strange look at Zelbuk's way and then put the stamp back in his pocket. And then he's going to slide. Wait, no. Um. He's going to tell Zelbuk about. He's going to tell Zelbuk and Vera. Um, no, he's basically going to tell everyone except for Alar because Alar is too busy in her book. Dimitri's going to tell everyone but Alar about the letter that Father Yolimba got. How's that? How's that go? Father Yolimba. Uh -huh. Yolimba. That's pretty good. Okay, uh, Alar is not here, but you tell everyone else. So what? What do you? What do you tell them? I'm going to show them in my notebook. I'm going to show them my notebook and can we see it? Kind of summarize it. Yeah, you can see it. I'm showing you that. I can't physically see it. No, no, no. Okay, do you want me to tell oh, them yeah, what was in yeah. there? Sorry, tell them, yes. Okay, because you don't remember exactly. Okay, stop playing with stuff. Um, so Dimitri <clears> says... Dimitri actually has a copy of this letter that he found. And the... Zelbuk decides to step in. 
get an Eldritch Blast ready, look at Natalie and say, heads up. And I just shoot at her feet. <laughs> Father Yolanda immediately steps forward. My dear irresponsible <laughs> guest. Quickly to get banned. Exit the library. You are putting countless pages in danger. And I, and I thought he said no shenanigans. I honestly out post haste, or we shall take you out. If you First know what thing happened. he did was came back in. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like 100%. I gave it no shenanigans. Uh, I, I just, I, I turned out like, I'm really sorry. I, I, this was not the plan. And I. And Ayla looks up and says, that was a shenanigan. <laughs> you said no shenanigans. And that was a shenanigan. Um, Natalie is going to go over to Ayla and she's going to be like, but you learned already. Uh, and, and Malgul looks over at um, uh, Yorlander and says, I'm sorry, Mr. Yorlander. Uh, I just, I just met them. I don't really, I don't really know this, this guy. Then you may stay. Thank you. And Aylar says, I'm very sorry. It will not happen again. Aylar, I must tell you, I, I am not so sure of your newfound friends. We thought we raised you better than that. No respect for books. For... Apparently not. A little cloud of darkness starts to emanate from, um, from one of the not one of the books that Alar is carrying, but one of the books kind of in one of the um, the cases behind her. Just like a just a bubble of darkness. It's not doing anything. There's no. Back. Magical darkness just forms. Uh, it goes over to it and inspects it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, Malgul also walks for, into the bubble of darkness. Roll for investigation. Uh, like arcana or investigation? Arcana is actually better. Wait. Sorry. Jeez, Mom. And uh, Malgul, you stick your head in the darkness? No, I walk in and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to turn into a bat. <laughs> because I was, I was looking at stuff, right? And in it, I saw that bats have an ability uh, to sense everything without seeing oh, at all. Echolocation. Yeah, so I don't need any sight. It doesn't matter if magical darkness or not. I can tell exactly what's happening. That's a good point. When I walk in, I turn to a bat. I have uh, inspiration, so I'm going to reroll because that was not a good roll. That was a much better roll, so I have a 20. Dirty 20. Boom. So you see that. Uh, there is a book on the shelf that yeah, darkness is emanating for. This darkness is not doing anything to it, but you're now standing in it and it's hidden. Everything's hidden. Uh, it's centered around one book though. Do you want to take that book? Do you want to copy down the title or something? Uh, both of those things. Okay, you take the book and you copy down the title. I have to check with Zelda to see if he intended I, for that I unprepared, title. I unprepared my remove curse, otherwise I would do that. Um, but I will do detect ma well, it's obvious that it's magic. It's definitely magic. Uh, I learned it's school, but it's like necromancy. It's abjuration. I think yes. it's- To be clear, Zelda is outside the building now. That's true. 
that could just be shenanigans from outside the building and not inside the building. Is this yeah, not I guess I will, I'll it? still cast Detect Magic just to see if I can find something else. How is this magical? So what do I what do I know? Um, yeah, you know that it's darkness. You know that it's a concentration spell. So if you look around and see someone who's concentrating, you'll probably figure out who it is. Um, okay, I'm gonna do that then. Okay, yeah. And I'll say it out loud because I have no tact, so I will just say everything that's in my head. Right, everyone looks around and Zelbuk is outside with this mischievous grin on his face going, mm -hmm. making darkness. You know, actually, he's holding his little arcane focus and I don't know what he's doing. Pretty obvious. Wait, yeah. let me see something. How far is he away from me? Uh, 20 feet. I'm going to send Mage Hand and like Pong tickle him. him. No, actually tickle him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, roll for concentration. And then, and then smack him back and forth in the face. He needs a DC 10. I fail. I actually fail. Fail. The darkness disappears. Now everyone can see a bat sitting on a book. <laughs> and Mage Hand is going to go like that to yeah. the outside. It's just like... Wee, 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 wee. Oh, man. Zoom when you're sharing screen and someone yeah. else can edit it. They can put like a little arrow pointing to something with a name on That's it. Father Yule Lemba walks over to the door closes it with a weary sigh, and he says this, sigh, closes it and bars it, click. Okay, um, what, uh, I can remind you guys now that it, depending on which of the branches of the stories you're interested in, um, I, can, I can still steer you in the right direction. So as a group now, what's, what's, the, what's the most pressing thing? What, where do you guys wanna go from here? Yeah, Vera's extremely bored of all of this. She's just been standing around, picking up books, dropping them. Um, and she's asking, she has a habit of picking things up and then accidentally breaking them and stuff. Yeah. So she's, she's also, she doesn't really care for her intelligence that much. She doesn't have to. So she's bored. She wants to go and fight the dragon. Right. Got some information. She's feeling pumped, but is like losing energy really fast with mm -hmm. this, all this like black darkness smoke stuff. Yeah, literal black magic. Okay, and uh, Zarel, what is there anything you uh, anything else you want to dig up? Any information that you want before you go? I think I got you a map, but not every map. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> it's not for me. Natalie Malville. What do you guys think about fighting the dragon? The other thing that you can go do is try to track down more information about uh, the uh, about Pell's. I would like to do that. But the, the the three waddle bellbards. Um, okay, you want more information about three waddle bellbards? Yes. Okay, and Malgo, what about you? What's what's kind of pressing? Um, I am ready to get out of the city. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just ready people, to get out. Yeah, people thought I was on. Dragon, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go fight the dragon because I, I, you yeah, know, yeah, good, he's getting yeah. culture shopping in the city. But um, yeah. I'm already in, I'm already in bat form, so I'm just gonna go ahead and stay in there. So I fly over and land on uh, Tori's shoulder. Um, yeah, Viren's shoulder, 
Uh, before I do, the bat does poop on the book, though, because they don't have very good sphincter muscles. It, it really just kind of came out. It just comes out. It's not, it's, you didn't mean to. Yeah, it was an accident. But it was like, it was like, because the book has like uh, imprinted, like kind of pressed lettering on the cover. It did get right into a little crack. Yeah. But I mean, it was an accident. Yeah. Uh, Father Yolimber walks over to the, the book that just got crapped on, and he's like, what? And he wipes it off, and it just says 45 on the cover. He's like, what? Places it back on the shelf. Uh, and I think you guys know enough to go and fight Cravain. Yes, let's go. 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 Let's go.
Scotch-free. Zellbook steps into the middle and casts Minor Illusion. Are we still in the library? You're, no, you're no, no, locked we're, out. Yeah, we're still in the library. Oh. Yeah, we're still in the library. You're just... You're just really can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you cast Minor Illusion from far away, Zellbook? Uh, I can. I can, but I, the main, all it's going to be generating is a giant heart. A cartoony heart, not like an actual That's he thinks you have to see the target. And I'm just going to say, look, kumbaya, everybody. Kumbaya. But do you, can you say that, or do you, can you, do you have to see the target? <laughs> Mira says, uh, I don't have to see the target Ruben my... says you have to see the target, and you were locked out of the building. Ooh. There's probably uh, windows. I've never heard of a library without okay. windows. Oh, so my, my character continuously squeaks. And we don't know if it's pro or con, whatever you guys are saying. But it has a lot to say right now. Yeah. What, are okay. the rest of, what are the rest of you think? He did, not in, he did not intend to do that. So he's being compelled for... Either he's very impulsive or he's being made to do something he doesn't actually intend to do. Well, it's kind of like blaming a bat for crapping on a book. I mean, it's not his fault. It just happened. It just comes out of him. Yeah, bats aren't born with sphincter muscles, and he wasn't born with a conscious. Therefore, yeah, I don't know that. I'd go that therefore, far. he's doing things that he doesn't actually want to do, and will that will continue? What do we think about that? I think we should put the most distance between us and him as possible. In that case, oh, what if we just tied him up all the time, and he could still be part of the group, but. He's just tied up so he can't do anything bad. This all comes out of squeaks, by the way. Seems oh, so, yeah, we don't understand that. If you take his arcane focus, I'm just, just thinking off the top of my head, if you take his arcane focus, he'd still be able to talk, but wouldn't be able to do all, cast all those spells. As a wizard, the concept of not having my magic is intolerable to me, so that would not occur to me. I think that's fine. Okay, so here's Mira's dance. Um, look, she's not, she's someone who wants, uh, fairness and justice and everything work out. She has to point out because of this, even though she doesn't like Bell Book all that much, but he has had his moments where he's really helped us out too. He saved me on at least one occasion. Um, at least one occasion. Right. Out of all our candy. I have short-term memory. So he has, <laughs> he has saved me at least on one occasion. I'm probably, I mean, sure, sure he's probably helped out um to you guys too in some ways why don't we do we could do like you know if he's serious if he really wants to prove that he i don't know if you guys are concerned that he's going to accidentally harm us again that's one thing but uh he could probably be dead or something you know do something good to restore our trust and I, I can't hear any of this, right? I'm, I'm outside. You guys are inside. No, uh, I'm wondering is the good he's done if it's like significantly outweighed the negative that he's I done. I can't hear you. Squeak, 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 squeak. Well, saving my life, I think, is a pretty big deal. To you. All right. I just think that we're, like, we're going to need to be thoughtful and careful because he's going to be doing things he doesn't want to do. Did something happen to him, by the way? Like, um, not, not as bat person, but as, like, side talk. Um, something Something that I or my character is aware of. But, but not yeah. since, he was kind of like this the day he showed up. He's always been, he's always been. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing new. Nothing has changed. 
Okay. Um, good. It sounds like you're ready to move on. Uh, yeah, just before so you do leave. I, is there any way that I can? Oh, I'll say goodbye to my friend. Wait. Yeah. Altala. Altala comes forward and is like, Sister Alar, I know I'm not smiling, but inside, I'm smiling. I know I'm not crying, but inside, I'm crying and smiling. Yes. I wrote you a letter. It's basically a, a transcription of all the things I said aloud earlier. Thank you so much. This. I have to go put some nice. books on the shelf again. May I have my notebook back, please? Sure. Oh, wait. Yes. 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 I had my uh, I hope it interns was copy the relevant pages, and here you go. Is is my is my bat? I will work. I will work diligently on that spreadsheet. Is my bat able to hear? Is it part of like hear this conversation going? Everything in the my bat squeaks, but with a very judgmental sound. Oh really? Yeah, it's just it's just like it shakes his little head. These people. It squeaks. Does not approve of awkward friendship at all. (laughs) Yeah. has no con like not paying attention at all. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, Before we go, I would like to visit the dwarf place. The dwarf place. I also want to see the magic shop if we have time, but if we don't, it's fine. Which one? The magic. There's a magic place. Magic information. No, I don't care about that one. Is there another magic shop? I don't know. I thought there was. No, Harper's Bazaar is the only place where you can buy magic items. Oh. Okay. Nira, please stop when you go. There's a dungeon dwarves on the way out. You can stop there. Okay. okay. Ex- apparently, to... that's where she wants to go. She wants to go there. Okay. That's fine. I'd just like to announce that Zero would really like to see some coin. He got so much just a few weeks ago and hasn't seen like more than a couple of silver since. It has dried up. You guys' income has dried up. You're going to have to do some killing on the road, I think. Uh, you know, one option is to stop in Phandalin and see how much, see what is worth to them. But that would, that would seem rather mercenary and not very uh, good. Also, not on the way, which none of us. It's it's kind of hey. it's a detour. I had a note about Phandalin. We're not we're not interested in detours. I don't think at least Vera and Natalie uh, and right. Ayla are not interested there. in a detour. All right, so you're walking uh, down the streets. Um, I have a note that we should look into Phandalin to see if we can get a quest to kill the dragon. You could. I mean, it's been terrorizing that whole countryside, so burning it in the whole countryside. Wait, so what are we doing? We're just going to the dragon, right? Yeah, but you have to walk through the city. We know roughly which area the dragon is, so. And you can. And I can sense where it is, so once we get to like Phandalin, then I'll probably be able to find the dragon. You can find the dragon now. You know exactly where it is. Yeah, Yeah. Phandalin is a detour. But it's probably worth it for the money. But, yeah, I don't. It's not a it's not a m- much of a detour. It's just a, a few hours. We can also show our new guild members our place, and we can sleep there. Yeah, you guys have. A, actually, might. You actually own a, a, a place. We own a we own a place. Wait, I thought huh. it was in ruins. Yeah, but they've been working on it. The bottom floor is you sleep. You can sleep on the bottom floor. Oh yeah. You guys so want to go over to Ayla and says, are you sure you don't know what you want Sorry, I have people yeah, talking. I can't hear you. Sorry. Are you sure you, know, you want to invite this whole group? Because Muggle just pooped on a book. Um, I mean, they really roughed up your home. Ayla doesn't get the sarcasm at all and says, what? <laughs> and keeps walking. 
My bat then now flies over, it lands on your head and poops again. Natalie's going to say, um, Vera, if you're going to keep having Malvo on your shoulder, um... I'm not on her shoulder. I'm on top, I'm on top of his head. I know, but like, if it goes back on your shoulder, don't... No, I, I stayed on his head. For now. Some, some little kids go running down the street and they go, Temple of Ogward! Temple of Ogward! Because... Pretty much all the people there are so stiff. Natalie's gonna cheer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys make your way down past, um, out of this district, past the Blue Lake district, past the Neverwinter, Neverwinter Castle, Castle Neverwinter, across the bridge, back into the main square, and that same geeky dork is working the information booth, and he points you over to Dungeon. Thank you. Dwarves. You walk into Dungeon Dwarves and you see two dwarves, both of them with short beards. They're sitting side by side uh, behind a table with a bunch of items, adventuring items uh, set upon it. And then as soon as you guys walk in the door, they go, <clears throat> they go, hello, welcome to, no, they say, hello, I'm Kelly. And I'm Monty, and we are the Dungeon Dwarves. <laughs> How can we help you today? <laughs> um, I would like to browse and maybe purchase something. What are you going to browse and buy? We know everything about everything, and we even finish each other's sentences. One of us seems more excited, the other one seems duller. Um. What, what's in here? Just looking around. Any between. kind of adventuring gear found on page uh, uh, 150 of the player's handbook. Don't get food on that. Uh, Do you know any enchantments? My player's handbook is not broken up by page. Can okay. that be a little more specific? It's in the... So what chapter is that? Five? Part one... Equipment. Armor and shields, weapons. Yep, it's after armor and shields. It's after armor Chapter five, yeah. Equipment. There are picks. There are poles. What's at the top parts. of the table? Or what is it? The, how can you identify that table of information? Are we just talking about the table of weapons and armor and stuff? It's not no, it's armor. adventuring gear. So there's like. Oh, oh, okay. Other adventuring gear? Can, yeah. What's probably. the first item? Abacus. Acid. Abacus. Is the first Abacus. All right. Okay. Um, this is magical. No, this is not uh, a magic item shop. Just oh, yeah. Well, then, they do have a healing here. If we want, if yeah. we need some, we might need some. You know, we could talk a lot about all of the gear if you want. We really like talking about things. <laughs> Would you like to know more about the abacus? We can tell you all about it. It's I mean, got colored beads on it. You can count things. I like portable hands. Uh, I'm going to. Go, I'm gonna buy. I'm just gonna go up, pick up a, a ink pen and a bottle of ink and a potion of healing, and buy them. Well, how much is that? It's fifty plus twelve to sixty-two. Yeah, there's a markup in Neverwinter. It's a 20% markup. Wait, can I what? Ink pen? 
by the by the order of Lord Neverember. Oh, well then I put them back. Chief. You really should buy it. It's really great gear. It's a pen. Wait, Mom, can I see? It's Where's the pen? Medium? Yes. Um, what oh, is the bullseye lantern? Bullseye lantern? Why don't you ask uh, Monty? What's the bullseye lantern? Nice to meet you. My name's Monty. And I'm Kelly. No one asks you. I don't care. The bullseye lantern is a kind of lantern that has... It has a shield to stand over it and a little window, and you can move the window, and the light shines out in one direction. I was going to say that. I didn't want you to explain it. I like to explain from time to time. That doesn't really explain. It's a lantern that doesn't give up your location to everyone around. That's it's, a, it's a, I think of it as a, as a flashlight, more like more like a flashlight than a lantern. Yeah. Um, you understand? Yeah. Hello, good sir. I'd like to buy two bags of one thousand ball bearings. How much is that? Um, two gold. Oh, one point two gold pieces. One gold, two silver. Two point four gold pieces. Two point four gold pieces for the post. Two gold, two four silver. Yeah. I know how to calculate that because I have a wonderful abacus. Allow me to tell you about this abacus. You don't need an abacus. They don't need an abacus. They have me. Excuse me? Um, would everyone want to talk to me? Um, Kelly. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> what is a caltrops? Caltrops are like jacks from playing jack, um, Jacks? What are jacks? Throw, like caltrops, but for kids. What are caltrops? Uh, like little spiky things that you can throw on the ground if someone's chasing you. Have a little game, or things you can throw on the ground. I'm talking about caltrops, not jacks. You throw these little spiky things on the ground behind you, and the people who are running behind, like say you took a bunch of Christmas ornaments, the glass ones, and smashed them all over the floor, and someone walked in barefoot, they'd go, and they'd grab both their feet. That's like caltrops. Okay, um, I would like, um, I would like a bucket. All right. <laughs> a really small. Does anybody think we need a climber's kit? No. Well, you only need a, a climber's kit if you're planning on going up a mountain. Why would they be going up a mountain? We're in Neverwinter. But they might, you know. I went to up a mountain one time. Nobody asked you. Um, so buy one. I will buy one for Zelda. Zelda. Okay, how much is that? With the twenty percent markup. Hello. Oh, sorry. Climbing, climbing kit. Climber's kit. It's expensive. Get twenty-five plus twenty-two. Uh, thirty gold pieces. Oh, that's 30 gold pieces. Oh, sorry, that's a... It seems like a lot. 50, 20%, yeah. Uh, the prices on this are not... All right. No, I mean, they're right, obviously. It's a book, but... Yeah. Like, some, some of them are, are specifically expensive because they're components and spells, to, but... That seems like a lot. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot of talk over the years about... 
natural pee. Tentacles crisis, and they, they're not there. Can we so, have a used one of those? Yes. 10% off. What? I used to sing that to you when you were a baby. I don't even know what else to get. I think I'm going to pass. I don't want to order that. 10% off the... 25, so 250. 225. 225. Now Lily's gonna walk up to the table and she's gonna like put her hands down and be like, I would like to buy a bucket, please. You definitely need a piece because you're looking rather pale. One of the second one ends the joke. The bat laughs right now. Squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> Copper, uh, five plus, no, six copper pieces. Six copper, one bucket. Okay, anything else? Oh, uh, right now, at this point, my bat actually flies off and it comes back in with a pine cone and drops it on the counter and looks at them. With like, it's, it's a bat, it's like on the ground like this. And it goes, squeak, squeak, squeak. Yes. Uh, we can <laughs> offer you something in exchange. He goes back. It's a really good pine cone with a lot of sap on it. Pulls out a nice bottle cap. You know the bottle caps that are like kind of like folded in the in the middle because you pulled it off too hard. Yeah. This was not like that. You can't even tell which side they pulled off. Pulled <laughs> off the bottle. My bat so, takes it and then flies so off again. Go. So Monty slides, puts it. He puts it down. And then slides it across, kind of like if he's playing go or something. Oh, I see. Slides it across. My bat, my bat looks at it, leans back, grabs a pine cone and slides it. <laughs> All right, good. This game has been made. <laughs> Happy customer. <laughs> Pretty high stakes deal. Uh, it was a good deal. Totally. Okay, I think we're ready to move on. Yeah, is Marcel looking over items? Yeah. Tell you what, we're going to move on. If you guys want to retroactively buy something, I will allow you to do that. It just has to be on this list, uh, and it has to be sometime before the next uh, session. got my weapons right. Bygoss is a thousand gold pieces. That's crazy. Okay. That, that's a particular spell to keep it from being cheap. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, you guys make it out of Neverwinter. You're going down the high road. Um, you're expecting to fight someone, but no, there's no, there's no one to fight. So you guys camp out in a place, and actually, uh, you camp out, and you... Wait, don't we make it to Fandolin? Not in one day. Oh. What the heck? Uh, you have like three and a half horses. I hope you get all the way to Three and a half? Well, one doesn't have any meat on it. Stretch off for like three more days. Uh, I assume at this point my character turned back into a half-orc. It, you wanted it to, but it's well. It, it lasts three hours only. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How much copper? Six. So you guys are not far away from uh, Dragon Barrel. It's not visible from where you are, but you know they're not far away from it. You're kind of reminiscing, telling some stories, um, prepare for the night, wake up. Uh, no, and then during the night, we need to choose who is on watch. So what are the watches during the night? I need my full strength because, you know, I'm the leader of this pack, in my opinion. If we're doing a 12-hour shift, I can do a full eight hours because I only need to meditate for four. I only recently found out after reading the actual description of long rest 
is that you get six hours of sleep. You have to spend eight hours long resting, but you get six hours of sleep, and two of that you can spend doing light duty, which can include guard duty. Oh, okay. It's made a lot of that math and okay, Sons so Dragons and Watch make more sense. That does make sense. So then a four-man party could easily, would automatically be able to do a, a long rest in eight hours with no additional time. Three-man Three, three man party, because they're only sleeping six hours, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, no, it's four, because it's eight hours. Oh, eight I guess hours. one person is asleep for eight hours. Yeah, okay. Or six hours. Okay. Um... Oh, here to be up. Uh, Vera is fine too, doing a, a short shift. Oh, not the same time. Oh, nice. Stuff. What? Doing that to my character. I'm not doing anything to your character. Defacing my character. Actually, in the evening, um, Alar's going to go up to Zellbook, uh, and I guess. Privately ask him a question. Why is it double like? No, he's texting him. Duh. <laughs> oh, conversation. I, I made up an really? eye sending stone, like an iPhone, but an eye sending stone. Eye stone. Ooh, very nice. Eye sending stone. Find an eye stone. All right. During the night, you hear. Uh, hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, and uh, it sounds like bullfrogs, toads, something like this. Okay, who's on who's currently on uh, on guard duty? Um, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, Dimitri and Natalie, do you guys want to wake uh, everyone up or do you guys just want to go over and investigate? Um, I am going to wake up Anglar because she's smart and she yeah, might know what it is. Good. Yeah. Michael also knows a lot about wild creatures. Yeah. So you might I'm, just, I'm on the like, 5G. I'm going to gently pick them awake like this. Normally you need a medicine check. That kit will allow you to stabilize someone with help. That's pretty cool. Oh, can we use Kelly's medicine check? We have a plate of that. We have not. No, that's for a different. Um, I think there's a different ability to um, stabilize someone. Might be a bard or something. Yeah. Natalie is going to. Medi medicine check is to try and stabilize someone with no help. Oh, okay. Natalie is going to yeah. kick both. Keep the blood in. Both Natalie and Alar are awake with this. Okay, you guys wake up and um, so it's Alar. Alar, Malvol, and Mitchell. Alar, and Natalie. And Natalie, can you put those four figures Wait. something representing those? We're all awake or we're asleep? The four of you guys are awake. We're missing three. They woke Get up. Get something and put it there. You know, I don't Malvol, they, they woke the two of us up. Are we, um, well, did I have a long rest or not? I think it's in the middle of the night, so we're partway through a long rest. Okay. So you got a long rest yesterday, so the only thing you've done is just the beast shape. Yeah. 
Okay, I can't do it now. Oh, you, you got it. Just cross it off your, your money. Okay. All right, and uh, you guys, yeah, you guys see it coming up from the direction of the the swamp. It looks like a, a, fam, a family, a, 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 a group, a clan. It looks like a looks like a, a protest march. I mean, there are just tons and tons of these um, amphibians hopping up, croaking, hopping up, croaking, and hopping up, croaking up from the swamp. It looks like a lot of them. And Alar is going to ask Mogul, are these friendly or unfriendly? They don't look very friendly. Well, I'm going to say, I don't know. Well, uh, why don't you roll roll uh, nature? You have a nature skill, right? So can you roll for that? Do I have a nature skill? Yes. I take plus three. You should. Really? Okay, what do I, I roll? Plus, I have plus four. Can I roll for nature too? You can both roll for nature. All right, what do you roll for nature? Uh, roll a d20. Again. And I'll tell you, and then tell me what number you get after you add three to it. Yes? Uh, I got 22. 22. Can I, can I roll nice. stealth? I got a one. I don't know anything. Can yeah. I, okay. Can I you you just uh, tripped. Eli looks over and she's like, I think they're alive. And Malgo's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, those are giant toads. This is a plague of giant toads coming at us. We have two options. Stand and fight or run and hope that they don't hop after us. He knows that their speed on ground on land is twenty feet, which means it's slower than all of you. You could, you know, you could run away from all of them. In water, they're faster, but there's no water here at this point. They are not one-hit kills, but um, you know. So, so he knows. He knows something about them. You could. You, he's fought them before, and he's. He's handled. Um, he can handle a single giant toad by himself. Question is, do you guys all want to fight all of these giant toads? Um, are we all awake, Natalie? It's going no. to roll stealth and try to hide in Aylar's bush. You're going to abandon your. Aylar is going to say that is not helpful. That's totally not helpful. Natalie's going to say, "Well, uh, who cares?" Uh, you guys so have like. 20 seconds to decide. Taylor is going to say to Mogul, should we fight them or should we oh, run away? Taylor's going to roll still. She's not proficient, but she's plus four. I rolled a nine. How many are there? Many, many, many. Are they all in one spot, more or less? Uh, yeah, they're kind of arrayed along. But, 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 so they they're going to come up and they're going to see you when you get closer. I'm going to cast Mage Armor. Okay. What do you say, Mogul? Should you wake up the others or do you guys want to fight them, just the four of you? Um, Natalie is going okay. to... Hiding. You're hiding. You're not, you're not part of the conversation. Uh, I don't know. Like, I have not really followed you guys. Is it, is it, can we handle them? Or should we wake up everyone except for Zelda? He's the one who rolled for perception. You know that the three of you, Dimitri's awake too? Dimitri's with us. The three of you oh, yeah. four, cannot four. take this many. Um, how many are there? Uh, there's a, uh, it's hard to tell because it's dark, but at least 10 of them. 
Oh, they are actually very close. Okay. Yeah, they came up. These guys were like staring at us. They were staring at us for a long time before. Trying to decide what to do. They came out marching up. Okay. Okay, please roll for initiative. Everyone add your dexterity modifier to that number. I already What's, what's the dex? Roll a d20. Uh, and then add your dex. Dirty. Well, crap, I rolled a one. Oh, so you're actually worse than, than the enemy. Twelve. Yeah, that's and great. To... I got an 18. Notebook um, is 13. Guys, I, I noise. Please don't do that. Uh, Okay, so it's going to go like this. Natalie, then Alar, then Vera, Zelda. Sorry, I have Vera twice. Uh, that should be Zorel. So Natalie, Alar, Zorel, Zelda, Vera, Dimitri, and the enemies, and Malvo is last. Okay, Natalie. Oh, I need that. battle music. Battle. Well, I've got a word for the next one. Hmm. Hi, looks like he's, she's up to something. Hello. Someone else has animal friendship, right? Uh, I got a ring that I haven't given up yet. I won't be casting animal friendship, though. I'll be casting something else. Yeah. 
Fifteen. Okay, that hits. And I do four damage. Next dude, um, nine plus eight is seventeen. And I do nine damage. Okay, how much damage are the first one? Uh, okay, next. All right. Alar. Fireball. Oh, yeah, you've been waiting for fireball. Oh, yeah. They're just all sitting there. And I'm tired. Yeah. I want to go back to sleep. Fireball. I think if I cast it right here, it will get. It'll get all of Yeah, it'll get all of these guys minus this one in the corner. That's pretty good. And then they do a dex save. Where is this going? A dexterity save of 15. Okay. Can I borrow some dexterity? 15. Jeez. Um, I'm just going to tell you how many, how many, the number of there are 12. Oh, I think I can get 11. Oh, let me see. Yeah, I think I can get 11. Yeah, all but one. All but one. Okay. So, um, I'll let you choose which one saves. I'm going to tell you how many succeeds and how many fails. The one succeeds. Four fails. No, it's okay. I'll just double this. Two saves. Wait, Actually, no, I'll just, no, I'll be done. Six, seven, six, six, seven, seven, eight, three, and eight. Huh. Four, uh, 11. Three save and eight fail. Okay. Uh, well, for simplicity's sake, we'll have the three in the front. Actually, no, it would make sense that the three in the back would save because they have more time to get out of the way. Sure. So, um, 28 damage, yeah. 28 damage to all, to all and 14 to the back three. So, uh, everybody, A, A doesn't take any damage. And everybody. Wait. Any of them die? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Only one? one? Okay. Well, only one saved and only one had been hit. Uh, no, oh, that guy had not been hit. Oh, he had not been hit. This so guy over here, then. This guy dies, I'll assume. Yes. It was there we go. Sorry, Ephraim died. My bad. Um, Nellie's going to comment. She's going to say, hopefully no one here likes French food. No one likes French food. I think, I think so. Okay, next. Thank you, Elar. Zarel? Uh, 
Sure, fireball in the middle. Boom. In the middle of our group or theirs? <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'll find that one later. Um, ooh. Same thing where you have to roll saves on everybody. Okay. Uh, 11 saves. Uh, pretty bad. Only 20. And what's my, uh, what's my saving throw for this? Same 15 decks. 15? Okay, one save, two, two loss. One, six and two. Seven, seven, three. Eight and three. So again, eight of them save, and we'll do the same ones again. Uh, the ones eight of them back? fail. Three of them save. Oh. All of them die except for the ones in the back Those row. Three. Those three. Did this? Did this guy get hit? Arnold did get hit, but he's still alive. He did not get hit by a fireball. Because I don't think that our, this guy and this guy, I don't think they can get hit by the same fireball. Yeah, I'll just hit the same group you did. Okay, so he's still not hit, except for from uh, no, Natalie. All of them die. The last, oh, the last three do, what they was get the half, They get half the damage. Half the 20? Uh, 20 max, uh, total, yeah. So 10. No, but his was 20, so half of 20. Okay, most of them are dead. Got the cell book. All right. Next. Okay. Uh, I cast hypnotic pattern at the uh, back three. It's a sixty foot. Uh, it's a thirty foot cube. Okay. Easy. No, hypnotic pattern. Uh, do they have a wisdom saving throw for this? Uh, was it charisma? A charisma saving throw? No, it's a wisdom. Wisdom. wisdom? Yeah. And uh, wisdom saving throw of 14. 14? Yeah. Save, fail. Where is this? And fail. On all of them? Nope, the last two. Nope, the last two. Oh, so just these two. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay, those guys are hypnotized. Okay, Vera. There are two. One who has been hit previously. That's closest to you guys. And then there's one in the back row who is still alive. The other two are are frozen. Their their eyes are like little pinwheels. There are four four total remaining. I I just I'm gonna can I get um can I just from where I'm at I can just shoot my spear right and stab it. Not from where you're standing, but you can approach. 20, 30, yeah. This one's thirty feet away. This yeah, one. you can run. Up, you can run up and stab it. Sure. Either of them. You can't get to this one, but you can get to this one. Okay, I'll go kill the closest one with my spear. So how do I do that? You don't need to have a spear. Well, whatever. I'm with a long sword or my dragon sword. I don't know yes. how to I'm just gonna go. Slap. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to pick one. 
a toad. It's a toad. Um, okay, so D20. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Uh, that hits. Great. Where's it? D eight. Okay, and damage is six plus uh, fifteen damage. Yeah, he goes. But he's still alive. What? <laughs> Good grief. Okay, my second attack. Uh -huh. uh, she everything dies the second she hits it. So do I. <laughs> okay, it was a 16 hit and then a 14 damage. 16 hits and it takes 14 damage. And now goes. Okay. It's still alive? Yeah. Sheesh. Next is Dimitri. Dimitri! He's going to, since he's kind of obscured by Natalie, he's going to. You are not obscured from that. He's actually going to flank this dude. Oh, One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six. Yep. And there you go. Since he has advantage, he has a sneak attack. That's right. Oh, yeah. 19 oh, yeah. with advantage. Wait, wasn't 19 a crit for you? 19's a crit for Natalie. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, 19 plus 7. Why don't we just perform the nature though? Okay. 28 plus 26 plus 26 plus 26 plus 4. Oh my gosh, that's great. Ooh, that was not a bad roll. 18 damage. Because this is really better than me. That was a very sneaky attack. Um, this. Don't mess it up. Yeah, the giant toad turns at you with a look of admiration in his eyes, like impressed. Like he's thinking like, now that's a fighter. And he dies. He croaks. <laughs> okay, next it is the enemy's turn. I did not think I was gonna get a turn, but I actually have one creature to control now. Yay. Down from 12 to one. The first guy uh, takes a hop forward, diagonal, and he's going to attack Dimitri. He is not that close. He can reach. He, he has, can go 20 he feet. 20 feet. So he's going to attack Dimitri from behind. It's flank? Not flank. Because the other guy's dead. And he misses. Lucky. He's a, he did attack of 12 total. Because these, um, is Dimitri uh, considered like a small or medium sized creature? He's small. He's tiny. Because the big toads can eat him. No, he's not tiny. He's small. Ta I was looking. These are like fairies. I no, was I looking up. I thought it was small, medium. No, not tiny. Um, they. Can... Yeah, it, it says swallow. The toad makes a bite attack against a medium or smaller target. Um, if it wins the grappling, it will swallow. Oh yeah, it can swallow you. And then they'll get acid damage oh, until they're yeah. released. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, cool. Thank you for pointing that out. I no problem. These giant toes might come back no. later on tonight. Hopefully Malgold <laughs> tells that Dimitri that so that Dimitri is aware not to get that close to these nasty things. The yeah, that's what, that's what I was shouting. And the ones who are hypnotized are, are going to die, but uh, just, just for fun. Uh, do I roll wisdom checks on them again? 
No. I don't think they get additional saves on hypnotic pattern. They just stay. They just stay as. Is. Uh, yeah. But they know they can be woken up with a with a nudge or damage. Any nudge or anything will wake them up. But Otherwise, they just stay. They don't do additional checks. I am looking I it up. Yeah, me too. Unless Rex, do you know? Uh, what? What do I know? Sorry. Do the creatures in a hypnotic pattern repeat wisdom saving throws at the end. No, of no, no, they don't. They're, they're done. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That was my turn. Shortest turn in the world. Malvolo. <laughs> I was not All sure right. if you get a chance to uh, see any combat, but you do. You get a turn. Thanks. There's a big arm in the way, and I can't see the board. Yes, a giant has appeared. Sweet. And I can fight a giant. It's a, it's a, it's a giant toad with human and you're, arms. You're here. There's okay. one here and two here. No, no. It's over. It's over next to Dimitri. And the oh, two. you're right. Sorry. Um, I am going to. I'm trying. I'm going to see how this works. I'm going to summon. Uh, oh, not that one. Where is it? I am. I'm going to summon Beastral Spirit. Um, cool. And I get to pick where I want it to be summoned. So I'll summon it next to Dimitri, I guess. Oh no, should I summon? I don't know. And what does it do? Uh, I summon a beast. Uh, range is 90 feet and an open spot that I can see is friendly to me and my party. Um, the beast will have an armor class of 11. Uh, it will, I can like basically tell it to be whatever kind of beast form I want, I, I would imagine. So, was there a CR limit to that? Uh, I think so, but I was just gonna pick a bear or something, something okay, simple. Okay, that's fine. I'll assume it. Yeah, wouldn't um, be more powerful than you. Yeah, I assume I'm not gonna like uh, summon a dragon. Here, you know, in on the shelf there, there's a package of new creatures. Yeah, I think there's a bear in there. Let's see. I mean, let me just read this. Uh, hit points equal to the beast. Uh, constitution. Constitution. Constitution modifier plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Plus ten times the spell's level. Okay. So the spell. Yeah, a bunch of numbers. Spell level is his third level, so it's going to have a pretty big hit point, I think. Um, I, I really is, don't think it's going to matter at all in this in this match. Okay, now I'm going to summon. Uh, I'm going to summon a bear then. Okay, and does he take a turn? Yeah, he his turn goes right after mine. Okay, great. Uh, but I'm going to summon him. I can summon him wherever I want. Yes. All right, so I'm going to summon him next to the hypnotized ones. Oh, next because, to the hypnotized ones? Yeah. Like here? He'll have, he'll have more stuff to do. Yeah. There. If he uh, goes in there, does he get, does he, he does not get hypnotized, does he? I think he does. I think only if you step into the, oh. You know, really? We used to like nudge people in a hypnotic pattern, which means That's that you're true. in the hypnotic pattern yourself. That's true. I think it's a one-time, yeah, it was like a one-time flash thing. Okay. But if I just the like pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. That's right. That's right. If the pattern is, we can still see it right now because we can see who's hypnotized, but the the pattern is gone is gone. So you can you can appear in that square if you want. Yeah. And you will not be hypnotized or the the creature. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll just summon there, and then okay. now the beast will listen to my verbal commands. If if I don't give any, it will just defend itself. So I want to say to attack that toad right next to it. Okay. You say sick him. Sick him. 
Okay, they're bearing tax. Uh, roll for your attack. Roll a d20. I roll a four. Uh, four does not hit. So it's hypnotized. Right? I was gonna say barely, but it did not. No. It wasn't even barely. Uh, not even barely. Yeah, it was even barely. Oh my gosh. So it's nothing. It doesn't even. I mean, the wind, like a whiff of wind, but that's not enough to to wake it up. Okay. Okay. Next, top of the order, Natalie. What do you choose okay, to do? Okay. So um, there are two fierce giant toads remaining. I'm going to go over to the. Three. You push me over to the one by Dimitri. Um, can I light my great sword on fire? Uh, it would take too long to do that. It's not an instant on. So no, you can take your action to, to try to do that. You can roll for it. I will take my great sword and I will attempt to push it into the giant toad's skin. <laughs> Wait, I have a vial of snake venom. Okay. Can I? If you hit it, it will die. If you just cut it, it will die. Like its life will come out of it. I would like to stab Stab it. Okay, roll for it. You have a multi-attack anyway. Roll. Overkill. Roll it. Roll it. Roll an eleven. It hits. (laughs) Plus the modifier, right? Oh yeah. Uh, Roll your damage. You may be part of that. I rolled. Nine damage. Nine damage. It goes. Can I say who I did? And it's still alive. So do you want to do another attack? Done. And this time I'm going to attempt to stab even harder. Yeah. When you want to stab a toad, you, you got to stab it hard! 13. It hits. Roll for damage. And then describe what happens, what it looks like when you kill a giant toad. Yeah, it's totally um, I rolled oh my gosh. a 12. It's totally dead. It doesn't matter. It's dead. It doesn't matter. It's dead. And what does that? What does it look like when you kill this toad? Um, so first I stab it in the arm, oh, and, no. and then I stab it in the arm again, and I swing onto his back, and I take my sword out, and then I stab it right through his neck, and then it cuts off his head. Gross. Well, well, then. Gross. Yeah. You, you pull. Uh, as you pull your sword out, it catches on the giant toad's sticky tongue. And so the tongue gets pulled up and out the back of the head and through the incision that you made. So there's this floppy like thing sticking out the back of his head right now. And you're like, as you're moving your sword, contest it's still stuck. Contest of strength. It's still stuck too. And we just do a contest of strength. Contest of strength. Yeah! I gotta put it in the But I'm gonna stop. Nine. Roll. But I'll. Come on. Eleven. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you. How do you want it, sir? Pull it off. I wanted to slap okay. on his elbow socket. Next, Ayla. I wanted to slap the socket. My turn? Oh, okay. I will. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to um, shoot a ray of frost at this one that Bear is not looking at. Okay. Oh, actually, no, the one that Bear is looking at because if bear hits it it'll come it'll wake up 
Um, Wait, you can't attack it. Let's see. Oh, it's a range. It's already Sorry. dead. Why were you whispering? I give ALR tier inspiration for remembering how hypnotic cannon works. <laughs> she wants to give you inspiration, but I don't think you're allowed to. But thank you. Um, I'm 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 very closely aware and um, intimately acquainted with this particular spell. First, Not my favorite. You have first-hand knowledge of that. Yeah. Uh, so I hit, rolled a thirteen. Okay. Does that hit? It does hit, and it wakes him up. And wakes him up, but his eyes are like barely open because he's like. Wait, I haven't rolled for damage yet. I thought that was thirteen. That was to hit. Oh, that hits. Okay. Three. That kills him. Really? No, of course not. It was way less than 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was 2d8 and he, I got a three. He barely <laughs> notices. He's like this. He's like, huh? Like, you know when someone taps you on the shoulder? It was a little ice think cube. Someone does. A little ice cube. <laughs> yeah, a little ice cube. You think someone taps you on the shoulder, but it's just your shirt, like adjusting? You're like. Its speed is decreased by 10 feet. So now he's actually moving a lot faster than he was before you hit him. No, it decreased by 10 feet. So he goes from 20 to 10. Yeah, but he was at zero. That's true. Next. <laughs> zero. Got you. Appreciate it. Uh, firebolt, focus fire on the one that's getting piled on. Inspiration to Zarel for also knowing how that spell works. Who is this guy handing out inspiration? <laughs> what the heck? 16 to hit. It hits. Which He's doing a focus fireball, you said? Four damage. Oh my Four god. Four damage. The, um... Alar feels better. Yeah. There was a little bit of like in his very wet spots, it was like frosted over, like just a little bit, and now that frost has melted. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, I'm done. Vera. No, next Can is you me. do better, Vera, oh, than three damage? Next is me. Oh, sorry, Zelbuk and then Vera. Zelbuk, go ahead. Um, so I. Three damage. Or four damage. Uh, I cast a present. Uh, in front of that same, uh, actually, no, no, no. I, I just, I just shoot it with, uh, I just shoot it with uh, my elder class. Uh, Twenty. So. Uh, uh, four damage. Was that a crit? Did you get a crit? No, no, no. It wasn't a nat. Oh, okay. Uh, that's four damage on the first one, and then the second uh, blast. Oh, four damage kills it. Really? Four damage actually kills on the, on the one that's exposed. Oh, wait, you did yeah. four damage? Yeah. Wow. Oh. All of our, our our aim is way off. Yeah, but these guys got fireballs. Oh, that's true. They did get fireballs twice. They, they saved two fireballs. So true. They, they, this is. I mean, even three weak hits is gonna is yeah. gonna kill someone. Yeah. That was already um, twenty-four and damage. Then I I just walked to the center of the toad bodies and. Just revel, revel. I don't think it. you can make it that far. I think you can get to here. Oh, uh, 30? Okay. Yeah, 30? he oh, was okay. way back here. Okay, yeah, he was way back there. You're probably moving a little slower because you got shot in the foot. That's yeah, right you should now. move him back one for that. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably limping and leaving a trail of blood. 14, uh, 14. Next, yeah, I just, there. So what's left? 
This guy. He's oh, hypnotized. Not a seat. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I don't think you can get all the way to him. Ten. Given. Ten. Twenty. Thirty. Oh yeah, you can. You can go diagonally, right? Yes, you can. You can get up next to him. You can go diagonally the same. Really? Yeah, but when we have to count it, it's half. Every other one is half distance. Okay. It when it. When it I usually don't count that, but if it does seem like it's going to matter, then it's ten, five, or it's every other one in half. Or like if it's a circle. If it's a circle, then you count it differently. I didn't. I didn't. Say what you got. On the first one, I got a one. You missed. Yeah, I missed. With a one. Put, yeah, but with dragon slayer. No, no, no. So she. I mean, if you count a one plus nine. She got no, a it's a one is a critical fail, bro. Yeah, the, yes. A one is always a critical nice, fail. Nice try, though. Nice try. So she does <laughs> As long as she doesn't hit my bear. She comes up. <laughs> no, she comes up. Yeah! And accidentally resheathes it back here and comes down looking at her bare hands. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> okay, what do you want to do with your second action? I'm glad she didn't hit bear. I know. You have multi-attack, right? So. It's like ghost bear, actually. Thirteen hits. Thirteen hits. How, how much? Can you guys speak up a little bit. You're a little quiet. Yeah, I'm, I'm yelling actually. Um, really? I think your mic yeah. is turned down, Bowman. Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay. Uh oh. Are you serious? Come on, save some for the rest of us here. Are you sure you want to do this? There's nothing. I want to do this, okay? Um. Yes, party. Turn it off, Dad. Marshall, over here. Let me see it. How much? Well, I thought that was worth the music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, show me with your numbers, your hands, how many? Uh, 10? 10 damage? Oh, 13 damage. <laughs> okay. It is nearly dead. Oh, that was, three. That was 13, 13 damage extra? Sorry, is dead. Yeah, 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 that's 13 extra additional damage. Yes. Okay, so as you uh, plunge your, not you describe this again because I know you dropped your, you used your sword. Did you just pull out again to kill it or what, what did you use something else? Yeah, I, I killed it so quick though, like it blew up and then it splattered back down. It sounded like a wet Soggy sponge slapping me. You know? I know that sounds nice. very well. Yeah. So you, you didn't even cut it. It's just like a flat part of your blade. Oh, it's like a. No, I, I, she hit it with the flat of the blade. <laughs> I killed it. I, I killed it. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, and just came back. Yeah. And he dies. All right. You now 
Um, if you guys would like, you can swap out, like just dump all of the extra ham that you have and collect all the frog meat if you would No, like. we're not French. We don't like French food. No? Okay. Yeah, no frog legs for you. They did get fireballed twice. So they um, I will definitely pick up some of that fr delicious yeah. frog meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping, yeah. All right. Uh, I might too as a little nighttime snack. We, we go back it's the middle of the night, so you probably want to move your camp up a little bit away, more away from the swamp because of the, the smell is kind of gross. Um, and during the night, you know, some wild animals are going to come and eat the carcasses. So uh, you spend the rest of the night with no, no, uh, yeah, no particular events. Nothing happens for the rest of the night. And that concludes Dumb. episode 16. Woo! Boom, boom. All right. Good work, everyone. Here, here, here. Fight for justice where we should. We smell the ones who 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 sm